Hi, welcome to worship on this 17th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us begin with the confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. 
O God, our teacher and guide, you draw us to yourself and welcome us as beloved children. Help us to lay aside all envy and selfishness, ambition, that we may walk in your ways of wisdom and understanding as servants of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus and the disciples went on and passed through Galilee. He did not want anyone to know it, for he was teaching his disciples and saying to them, The Son of Man is to be betrayed into human hands, and they will kill him, and three days after being killed, he will rise again. But they did not understand what he was saying, and were afraid to ask him. Then they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the way? But they were silent, for on the way they had argued with one another who was the greatest. He sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, Whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all. Then he took a little child and put it among them, and taking it in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. O those disciples, here they are again, listening to Jesus, not understanding him, and they aren't asking any questions because they are afraid of looking stupid. They obviously did not realize that the only stupid question is the one that is not asked. Instead of trying to understand Jesus, they spend their time arguing among themselves. And what a ridiculous argument. Why would they argue about who was the greatest among them? Did they think if Jesus died, someone would have to take over their ministry? Were they already planning for their next leader? Even though the disciples refused to tell Jesus what they were talking about, Jesus knew. From the crowd who had been following him, he calls a young child to him, lifts the child up in his arms, and smiles. Children in those days were not of much value. They had to be fed and cared for, which was a burden for most families. Male children were more valued for their ability to work as they got older. Well, female children were needed too, but no family wanted more girls than boys. Until they were old enough to be of some use to the family, they did have very little value. The point Jesus was trying to make was that the most vulnerable, the most needy among the people were important to him, and because they were important to him, they were important to God. People did not get more important as they grew older. People did not get more important by their status in the community. Their importance came from how they treated others, especially the most vulnerable giving themselves to help others instead of putting themselves first made them great in the eyes of God. 
Winston Churchill once said, We make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. That is exactly what Jesus was trying to explain to his disciples and the others who had been following him. You can work hard your whole life just to make a better life for yourself, but what have you really gotten in the end? Just just helping yourself make you feel good? How much better would you feel about your life if someone came up to you and said, I'll never forget what you did for me. You really made a difference in my life. Do you want to make a living or do you want to make a life? Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. What a wonderful Bible verse to have on this day, as we have just begun our program year at Calamus Lutheran Parish. How wonderful it is to see the children come to Sunday school. How wonderful it is to see the excitement on their faces as they gather to learn about Jesus. Thank you to all the teachers who take the time to plan the lessons and come to serve the children. Confirmation classes began last Wednesday. There are nine students, and for me that is exciting. This larger class interacts well together, and we had some very good discussions. They each received a Bible, and I gave them a quiz on where things were located in the Bible. They worked together on answering the questions. One young man was helping his friend find the answers. I overheard the one ask the other, How do you know these answers? To which he replied, We learned this in Sunday school. So teachers, in case you didn't know this, what you do makes a difference. Jesus came to earth to serve others in the name of God. Jesus commands us to follow him and be a servant of all. That doesn't mean that our lives are not important. We still need to take care of ourselves, but we can't lose sight of what others need. Unfortunately, we find ourselves sometimes caught up in arguments just like the disciples were having on the way to Capernaum. We argue about who is the greatest. Now these arguments may not be about us, but about other people's greatness because of their ethnicity, gender, religion, or political party. We use these markers to decide their worthiness. We use these markers to decide whether they are as important as we are. We use these markers to make us feel like we are greater in the eyes of God. That is why Jesus held up a child as an example for all of us. The innocence of a child is wonderful. Children are accepting, loving, and totally dependent on the love of others to help them. As we grow older, we are more able to take care of ourselves, and we lose some of our innocence. The older we grow, we may again become more dependent on others. We again may have the vulnerability of a child 
and the need for others' love and understanding. Maybe Jesus should not have only held up a child, but held up a frail, older adult. This example shows us all where we have come from and where we may be going. The in-between time we live in is the time to find ways to serve those who need us most. Calamus Lutheran Parish would not exist, exist if it was not for the many volunteers who serve in many different ways. Not only do you serve here in the church, but you go out into the community to help those in need. We serve with our time, our talents, and our money, all of which comes from God and were given to us to use for the good of all people. Even if you never heard the quote from Winston Churchill, you have lived your lives knowing you make a living by what you get, but you make a life by what you give. Amen. Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. 
I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Made children and heirs of God's promise, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. God of community, we pray for the church around the world. Unite us in our love for you. Help us overcome our divisions so we are encouraged to work together for your sake. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of creation, we pray for this hurting world. Awaken in us a desire to care for this earth and empower us to support others whose efforts heal our environment. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of cooperation, we pray for nations of the world embroiled in conflict. Inspire leaders to listen to each other and work towards peace. Be with all those in military service and their families, especially Andrew Grau. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of comfort, we pray for all who live with mental or physical illness. Help them to find appropriate care. Bring healing and wholeness for all who suffer, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Rhea, Sharon. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of compassion, we pray for the young people of this congregation. Strengthen their faith and strengthen our commitment to them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of consolation, we give thanks for our loved ones who have died and pray for all who grieve today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Receive these prayers, O God, and those in our hearts known only to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
Go in peace, remember the poor. Thanks be to God.